0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then, Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with another guest, and you will not guess who this guest is who he is. You will not guess who the guest is. um, With me is Julian uh, Hayes. Can you please say hello, Julian, to everyone?
1: Hello, hello. Uh, how are you doing today? And hello to all the listeners out there.
0: <laughs> we're fine. We're fine. Um, Who's Julian? Julian's from Nashville, Tennessee. And right before uh, the show, we were talking and I was saying, what's a nice boy like you doing in Nashville? Let's hear what, what he has to say to that.
1: <laughs> Tell us. Well, the easy answer is to say I was born and raised here. Okay, and 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 somebody and so, left
0: you there, or did they? You, left. But they didn't imprison you, right?
1: <laughs> no, I was not in prison. So I, I, left. I ran away for a little bit. Went mm. up north to New York. Mm. The people weren't as nice, but it's still a great place. Love New ah, York has yeah. ha, has a very special place in my heart. But yeah. came back to Nashville for a little bit, and it's it's a very good home base as we were talking about beforehand. Yeah, yeah. It's it. It's just
0: well, it's It's home. It's, it's, home. it's
1: busy yeah it's busy enough mm-hmm. to keep you entertained but it's not so busy to where it's 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 hard to just rest. And that was do the thing you, when I was living um, in New York.
0: Do you actually I I spent many years in New York. I still go back very often but mm-hmm. um do you live in an, in a city atmosphere in Tennessee or more of a rural area?
1: It's more of a, it's more of a suburban. Uh-huh. Okay. It's partly it's partly suburban. So you but can but I'm but have... I'm but I'm very close. Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you can move around then, right?
1: I always want I want everything, so I want the best. <laughs> I want the best of all worlds. You want your cake, you want to eat it too.
0: Well, now absolutely, it's, t- it's time for us to tell the audience why you're here. Um, Julian has a particular relation to, I would like to say, movement because it has to do in my mind, but I know that's wrong. So. Um, Let's say that he um, describes himself as an epigenetic atelier. Now, epigenetics is a particular discipline and area of study, a scientific study, but I'm sure he'll clarify that for us and why he took on that name. He's an author... And uh, the founder of The Art of Business, sorry, The Art of Fitness and Life. So that's why I'm linking him to Movement. It's a wellness firm focusing on helping people reverse the aging process. And, you know, somebody like that, is very valuable to us, I would think, right? <laughs> and upgrade their entire human system with with precision. Now, the key word here is precision. And before we started, I asked him, you know, Julian, are you using this word correctly? You know, epigenetic. And then when I read precision, all right, I'm going to let him talk for himself now. Come on, clarify.
1: <laughs> okay. So the first thing is, let's start with the name here. And... I was just using, I think, like a health coach or something beforehand. Right. I was talking, I was talking to a gentleman, and he was asking what all I do, and I went into detail on it and started talking about. It. Uh, we start going into the weeds on science and everything, and right. he's like, "You're an atelier," and I was like, "What is that? I don't even think I'm saying it correctly." And so I had to look it up, but it made sense because it's like a workshop, it's, and that's kind of how I envision when I am working with someone or yeah. even just discussing health that we're looking at the entire system here mm-hmm. and starting from a cellular level and a big portion of that does revolve around our genetics
0: uh-huh. and then
1: the epigenetics which means above the gene because when we think about our gen- our genes we think oftentimes that our genes are our destiny mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily the case mm-hmm. by choosing by the way we move like you talked about which is very important choosing movement every day by the types of foods we eat, the type of relationships we have, yeah. our our mentality, our mindset, our purpose, every single thing that we're interacting with the world is dynamic. Yeah. And that's, that's talking back to our system to talk. And some genes are turning on, some genes are, our right. genes are turning off. And so it's that's why i had to use it because it's it's a bigger thing right and- so let me
0: ask you how you got to this point were you ever an athlete or um what, what is the the athletic side to it or the health side to it that made mm-hmm. you focus on this
1: so i, I did play basketball that was uh-huh. just I played basketball.
0: See, look, look, those of you who are viewing the video, (laughs) I see that he's a head taller than me. I couldn't put anything under my seat to get that. So he must be very tall. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, And
1: Oh, no, no, it's fine. And I still, so I grew up in a family and it wasn't necessarily, we wasn't having just salads and kale shakes and talking about superfoods. It's a pretty traditional Southern family. So- butter, sweet tea, sugar, you name it, that kind right. of good stuff. And so I thought when you get to th- about 30 years old, I really thought that, you know, you start to hit the down, sh- the downhill from there. Oh, everything goes downhill boy. from no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> and so, because oh, I, saw a, I saw, I no. saw, I saw a lot of chronic illnesses and age, At that in in age. And just yeah, in different people. And mm-hmm. it just started to decline and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was playing basketball one day and There's this older gentleman, and he's running up and down the court with us. I'm like, wow, who is this guy? And so I had to talk to him after. And we got, we were talking probably for about 30 minutes or so. And he was just telling me basic advice on how he stays healthy and everything. Yeah. And not in, it was so simple that it, I was like, no way it's that easy. Disarming. And so I didn't immediately have this aha moment the next day and just changed my life. But I think what that did was it planted a seed in my head. And how long ago was that? So I was probably maybe 15, 16. So almost 20 years years ago now. So, and so that, that moment was big for me. Mm -hmm. And so once I get to college, I, I really start taking care of my health and get involved in it. Were you still
0: um, in sports then?
1: No, no, okay. I took I took an academic scholarship instead of um, okay. a junior college basketball. I wasn't going to the NBA. Okay, I'm too short. I'm not tall enough for oh, my position.
0: <laughs> you're still taller than me. <laughs> I, I okay. might still be
1: tall, but I'm not tall enough, and I'm not <laughs> okay. fast enough. So, okay, my brain, my brain was going to, my brain's going to take me much more than my uh, okay. problem is. Uh-huh. I had to be realistic.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it's it's you know so as I'm he's going honest. through this evolution, he's
0: honest, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you,
1: you have to be honest, realistic. And so, as I'm going through this journey here, I really get involved with health and I really love it. And I decide, let's go to medical school. So, Mm. let's add on some more classes. I'm a business major Mm -hmm. and I really wanted to just work in a a very tall building, be an idea person for some marketing firm. But the universe has different plans for me, and I followed that intuition. Mm -hmm. And so, I get to New York and medical school. And it's the first time in New York. It's so different than Nashville, oh, and that's yeah, that's I that's, that's that probably that. A, that's wow. probably an understatement.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm meeting so many people up there, and they're really passionate about their dreams and their work. Yeah. Everyone, everyone has these grand plans, and I really get to thinking, I'm not really that passionate about <laughs> the idea of being a doctor. It's just, yeah. it's a cool job. It'll make some decent money. But I'm not really just in love with that. Yeah, I'm in love with the idea of health and constant right. learning. But the mm-hmm. idea of being a physician is two totally different things. Uh-huh. And I just had this feeling. I was like, I gotta leave. Uh-huh. I can't go back. So I finished the first year, and I just didn't go back. And I but did you stay in New York? I was... No, I, I I went back to Nashville. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just told people what I was going to do. And I got the reactions I expected. Are you crazy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So now, are you crazy?
0: So you are crazy. You know, you're in that crazy phase and Mm -hmm. you went back to the home base. And um, there's a before you create a business, of course, there's a lot of you know that, and and everyone knows that there's planning to do and there's steps Mm -hmm. to take and, you know, an infrastructure to put. So, what did you do next?
1: I didn't necessarily start the business right away. Okay. I actually, I actually went to – because I needed money. So I went to go work at the gym, uh-huh. and I just started personal training. Okay. And personal I, I training had,
0: in what sense, um, Julian? Do you mean children, adolescents? Oh, people? Adu- it was
1: adults, adults. Adults.
0: Doing what? What kind of – Actual exercise it's, training? Yeah, or mm-hmm. actual exercise, yes. So, so um, they
1: meet me at the gym, uh-huh. and we we pretty much work on – a lot of people I worked with, it's really actually focusing on just movement, the quality of their movement, mm-hmm. having them feel better throughout the day. So and, wait, a minute,
0: wait a minute. Now, um, in a gym, we know that there are all these weights and things like that, and we mm-hmm. know that movement is even – dancing or walking or, you know, raising your hand. But what kind of uh, coach? Well, give me an example of a person who would come to you, a typical person, client that you had. Okay. How old? Same one. Gender?
1: This one was, she was at the time, maybe 27, 28. She worked at one of the big four accounting firms uh uh-huh. So she was super stressed, type A, mm-hmm. high strung. I tend to get a lot of those people. I think because at times I'm a little bit of the same. So I think we tend to attract what we are.
0: Attract
1: what we are. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's already working out, but there's a, a lot of other things that's kind of stopping her her weight loss goals that she wanted. Typically, uh-huh. probably ninety percent of ninety five percent of people that would probably get a trainer, at least for me, it's they usually want to lose weight.
0: They want to improve their self-image in some way, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. they are decent weight. They just have to get back into shape, right? So they're mm-hmm. improving yeah. that.
1: And it's really a confidence thing. And the funny thing is a lot of people think that they want one particular goal. Right. And, and when you really get to probing, yeah. it's something completely different.
0: Okay. So let's talk about that probing. Did you have some form of intake form ready um, for new people coming to you so you can sound out what what their interests are?
1: So I guess I, I kind of – I guess I coach a little different. Okay. I had things – I had things, so the typical stuff. So I did okay. measurements, right? So I, right, I would so. have measurements and weight, that kind of stuff. But after that, it's really a feel. Uh-huh. And so when I, when I can sit with someone and just listen to them talk and I just – we're just talking about life and everything, I could kind of get a feel mm-hmm. for where they're coming from in life so where and where they are. So this
0: particular – person coming from according she needed to,
1: you. to mm-hmm. she's chaotic uh-huh. she's chaotic just chaotic and just overworked and um she needed to do you probably say, something you
0: make that word sound so negative chaotic sounds so negative
1: mm-hmm. and oh I'm did I
0: no no I, I'm, okay. I'm asking you because chaos mm-hmm. can be a good thing you know that's mm-hmm. what happens before something occurs something aha come occurs you know some what,
1: so maybe we could say uncontrolled chaos yeah well
0: that's go ahead yeah. That. yeah yeah so
1: so uncontrolled chaos and what I mean by that is you're working at one of the big four accounting firms right and in Nashville yes and so mm-hmm. that's about 60 so hours a week and then oh if you're working out every day excessively working out and then you're, still, you're not eating enough food to replenish you. And so that's what I mean by uncontrolled chaos. So we had to do something very counterintuitive for the first few months, which was actually to dial everything back.
0: For example, to, give us an example. Mm-hmm.
1: So she, she couldn't exercise it. She, okay. No excessive exercise every day. So okay. the sessions with me, that's our only exercise. Other than that, the goal is to get rest and to just eat. And I want you to eat. Don't even like worry about counting your calories. Right. Eat quality foods, Mm -hmm. because the stress was so high, and when the stress is so high, the weight's going to stay on. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So 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 let's 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 just a second here. Um, Let's give her a name. Let's call her Sally. Right. Um, Okay. So so Sally's with you. And how long did she? Did you have her as a? uh, You know, how long were you coaching
1: her? Six months.
0: Six months. And at the end of the six months, was it her decision or both your decisions to decide, okay, this is it. You're, you know, good to go. I give you my blessing. How did it go?
1: Oh, we were both. She Mm -hmm. was, she, she was ready. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, she was ready. She was ready. And the funny thing about Sally is a few months later, she quit her job. Got married. (laughs) She did get married, but that wasn't the first thing Uh that happened. uh And I mean, she she met better guys because she was mm-hmm. dating a not so good guy at the beginning, which so that, and then you know
0: kicked him out and got someone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. she
1: upgraded, and she upgraded because I think her self esteem, self esteem, yeah, yeah, was was boosted. And the same thing about her job, she really wanted to do public speaking for I believe it's mm-hmm. I believe it's little girls and and something in that range of coming from. Battered environments okay, or something like certain that background mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so she really wanted to do that so you know I, I checked on. she did i checked in on her a few times and next thing i know i didn't know she wanted to quit her job mm-hmm. or anything like that so she quit this start this whole thing next thing i know she's married i think now she has i think now she has a kid or two now Yeah. and you know that thing taught me right there that it's much more than the physical oh, of course and that's yeah mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's and that's when i that's when I really started to look into my philosophy and really to, that's where I
0: want you, Julian. So let's get to this. um, uh, The the founder of, uh, I said, the art of fitness and life, you know, what, mm -hmm. what do you do there?
1: It's in a nutshell. No, no, no,
0: don't tell me you have no words.
1: (laughs) No, it's, it's in a nutshell becoming superhuman. It's really a company of human potential, unlocking okay. your human potential, and that's different for each of us. Okay, it's it's just truly different for each of us so, some so of us.
0: I get the I get the impression it's sort of shifted away from the physical movement, and you're focusing more on because you just said you changed your philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so yeah,
1: physical 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 is still a part of it, yeah, sure. but it but it it's it's a more it's a bigger cool. view now. Uh huh. It's a it's a much bigger view now. Okay, I
0: need another Sally here, another another client in this phase of Julian's work. What couldn't we call her? Sandra or Joseph? Oh, you want to pick a male, female cl- client here? What we'll do and... Joseph? Let's do let's, let's do, do Joseph. Joseph. Go ahead. What does he look like?
1: <laughs> yeah, so Joseph is overworked. He's a business owner and he's experiencing things that I call the success paradox, where mm. as you get More successful in your business, you start growing more. You are, you have more responsibilities now. Yes, and more people are dependent on you. There's probably more expectations that you place on yourself now. So there's a lot of internal pressure. Mm -hmm. And the thing with this with Joseph here now is that he has all these things going. So his health, his energy, his personal well being habits have unintentionally been placed to the sideline because Uh of everything else that's going on in his life. Yeah. Now, he knows he needs to exercise. He knows he needs to eat healthy and work on his stress reduction and so forth, but he just has all this other stuff going on, still wants to be there for his family. And so that's the psychographics, I would say, of Joseph right Uh there. Yeah. And then when we look at Joseph's blood work, we can say, Uh. wow, Joseph, you have have some pretty high... A1C, your fasting insulin is pretty high, your fasting glucose is pretty high, then let's do, and so we have that, so we look at his blood work, it's, it's a little out of whack, mm-hmm. and then let's, I have another little device that I send to new clients, and they wear it on their heart, and on their, and it attaches to their ribcage, yeah. and so we're tracking every heartbeat for three days, so it's over yeah. 100,000, so it's over 300,000 heartbeats, uh-huh. and we can see, wow, Joseph, your stress is out of your stress. Really? Your balance between mm-hmm. sympathetic and parasympathetic, right? And f- it's flight or flight or rest? You know, for those, and so. Right,
0: give us. Can, can you uh, boil this uh, sympathetic parasympathetic systems? Can you speak about that briefly in a very watered down way for our listeners? Because not everyone is is uh, learned in that. Mm-hmm. It's important. Absolutely, this isn't very. Absolutely.
1: Important. Absolutely. So when you hear a parasympathetic, think of rest and digestion. Okay, you're it's a relaxing. System, right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're at ease. And when you think about sympathetic, that's, think of flight or flight. It's. Fight or flight. You're, yeah. mm-hmm. Maybe you're. If you were going to run away from a tiger, or yeah. if you were going to go out for a run, or if you were in a high pressure situation and you were feeling very tense and uptight. Right. That would be more of your sympathetic system at work right there. Yeah. And so a lot of us, especially the workaholics, we are imbalanced with that sympathetic and parasympathetic. So we're always in fight or flight.
0: So there's not a balance. There's always Mm -hmm. tending towards a sympathetic. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And on a practical level, that can affect things such as weight, struggling to lose weight, it can affect things such as sleep quality. Mood. Mood. That's a big one. That's a huge one right there. Mm-hmm. Mood is a is a super it big one. It is
0: probably the most uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: impor- affected, let's say. Mm-hmm. So, and it all and, has to do, when you talk about sympathetic and parasympathetic, it, it is very closely linked to... You just mentioned mood, but the emotional side to a human's uh, makeup. Uh And Uh what I find fascinating, and I'm just going to interrupt you for this moment, is that when people coach uh, in this capacity and a person comes in with an agenda and you look at their blood work, you look at what their problems are, you find, they find, that they grow emotionally the tears come down sometimes you know and and out of the blue because you target areas that only they know about and they didn't expect and it's fascinating to watch and that's probably what helps them change as well go on sorry for the introduction
1: no 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 it it, it does you mentioned emotional intel you mentioned emotion emotional right. intelligence you emotion. know that's a that's a big thing because you think about that a lot of these people are leaders and they, ha- they do have people that that they're that people are look up to them or or that and so yeah, they're things models. like mm-hmm. things like your charisma your your ability to make rational decisions logical decisions and not make decisions based on emotion because we know that when you are sleep deprived so say that you are high stress and so you're not getting as much sleep so now you're going to have this balance in your brain between your prefrontal cortex and so prefrontal cortex mm-hmm. This think of it's the logical rational part of your brain yeah and then you have this amygdala which is the more primitive amygdala. just mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm, the raw emotional state and if you were And you can if you get bored you can go on google and i think they still you can see images of it and you can see that the people who are very sleep deprived potentially from this high stress i'm just giving an example it's not always the case but um the amygdala will have a lot more activity going throughout the day Mm -hmm. compared to that prefrontal cortex so what this means is that this person is going throughout the day in a highly emotional state making a lot more decisions Mm-hmm. just from this raw primitive emotion instead of this logic and reasoning and his patience is not as high as well so i'm looking at relationships right and sometimes that's a big one right it's just crankiness it's it crankiness it's the relationship yeah mm-hmm. now poor so,
0: joseph is uh, sounds like he's worse off than sally was uh, so
1: so what? yeah well i think it's i think it. i think it's it's different it's different cases right, you know, it's course. different cases yeah. and so yeah you know Everyone's a everyone's a blank canvas when I first right. meet them, mm-hmm. and everyone's just a super blank canvas. And we're just putting everything on the board, and then I go off in my little cave, put some music on, and I just put things together mm-hmm. and then and then present it. But but so back How to long Joseph. Did you here. So, work
0: with Joseph in total.
1: Joseph Joseph was longer. I typically now work oh. with people. It's typically about close to a year. On a regular basis,
0: is this once a week or more than once a week?
1: So, I am it's more like a concierge service, so it's it's we definitely have something scheduled at Uh least a month, once a month. Okay, but if but if something does come up, then you call me, so Mm -hmm. so people have me on call, and then we also have I have a wearable device on, yeah, and so they have a wearable device as well. So, I I, I look at their data all the time because it's always running.
0: You're linked to. I mean, is this just a a health device phone that you can link your different clients to? Is that so? It's different ones.
1: It's different ones. So I have one on right now called a Whoop device right here. Uh huh. What is it called? And there's a Whoop. W. O-O-P?
0: Oh, okay. Whoop. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and so there's one, there's mm-hmm. Garmin's, there's different Fitbits. I typically use just a Garmin or the Whoop device. I use and the
0: Withings, Withings, Withings. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And so you can see your heart rate yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. You can sure. see, sure, sure. Your HRV, but your you sleep breakdown, and all yours, that.
0: You can control theirs as well. So
1: I, I, so I can look at it, yes. Uh-huh. And look at it. Look mm-hmm. at it. And. Mm-hmm. We, and this, this just gives me a bigger lens into yeah. how they're living and experiencing life. Mm-hmm. And, and then we can go from there. And that's so, just one thing.
0: Let's say typically, um, like you said, that you're on call sometimes, but there will be this once a month appointment. And during this once a month appointment, do they come in? Does Joseph typically come in and talk to you about what is happening? or is it more uh, the movement oriented physical you know what do you do when in that type of situation i can see that sally's case was different but in this case
1: mm-hmm. yeah so here is i have all obviously i will have all the data collected up to, right. to look at that and to go over that but then i'll just probe and to see what how's life going what's what's working what's not mm-hmm. working and we have we we have KPIs or benchmarks we've established just at the very beginning of the process. Right. So we do have short we have we do have immediate goals, short term goals and long term right. goals. Mm-hmm. Some people are more movement deficient, meaning they just need more activity throughout the day. Whereas yeah. others are more they need more nutritional assistance. Mm-hmm. Others need more sleep and stress reduction. Uh-huh. So a big portion so a big portion of the conversation depends on where they are coming from. Oh, okay. typically okay. what Typically, typically with people that come to me now, they're already moving pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a few tweaks here and there,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: they're already pretty motivated individuals.
0: Well, this doesn't touch on any of the interpersonal uh, relations. So example, um, obviously, you're not a psychologist, so they wouldn't come. Oh, my God, I'm having trouble with my wife. No, no, none, that that, but it may border on, you know, for example, I'm trying to enter the mind of Joe and Joe comes to you and says, look, Julian, I'm, I've, I've tried this, 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 like you suggested, but I am having so much flack from this one uh, person at work. Uh, he he I'm, I'm his boss, but for the life of me, I can't work with him. I can't get him to do what we need to do. Does that come out at all?
1: No, no. Okay, uh, okay. No, and if I mean I I know a decent amount of people, so if they had things issues like that, or I can refer people. So I have a pretty good network. I see, I of see. People. And so because sometimes there's things that I don't necessarily know. Right. Sure. With with health, and I will have a, a like a board come in, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they'll they will um well just brainstorm and whiteboard because I always typically do that anyway. Uh-huh. I always typically have a couple of different lens. Right. to look at so it's uh-huh. so it's not just me it's not just me that's usually that's working, working with, the client. with it's, them you it's, it's a right. handful of people it's like so a performance you're in a team.
0: network of some sort of professionals that you can call upon yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i create that just be... question um because i'm cutting to the chase now and i i don't like to do that because the each and each joseph and each sally they're all very interesting cases and like you said everyone is a blank you know canvas um mm-hmm. But you did mention a book, or books. You were an author, right? Um, mm-hmm. wh- not only of your program, but the written word. I mean, do do you have a book out?
1: I do. I wrote a okay. book maybe four or five years ago. What's it's called the title? body? Arch- Come on, give it. It's to called. Us. It's called. It's called Body Architect.
0: Body Architect. Yes, I did see that somewhere. I did read it somewhere. And mm-hmm. what is that all about? What brought you to write that?
1: So it's basically how someone can get started with the exercise and fitness lifestyle. So it's it's basically, I would like to say, a fitness origin story, kind of right. playing off the superhero origin story. So it's a fitness origin story. Oh, wait, 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 go
0: slow. You just rolled right past the superhero. Let's go back. Now say it again. <laughs> basically, it's what?
1: It's a fitness origin story.
0: Okay. And what does that mean? <laughs>
1: and it's, it's – so if you think about it like a superhero movie, typically the first – movie if there's a trilogy the first one is how they became that person mm-hmm. what led to them and how okay how do they how do they Good. integrate that into their their life and Good. so this this fitness book is the same thing if you're coming from a life that's inconsistent to no activity and you're looking to develop f- fundamental simple habits mm-hmm. to integrate into your life right that's that's what the book was made for and so because in my head it's only going to get a little more advanced as I as I continue to write books.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, so you fashioned it as the first of a trilogy. Were you thinking of that?
1: I don't know about what, a trilogy, but I, I I do know that I was I did fashion it as okay. So this is the first part. This is a lot of the foundation, mm-hmm. and then the next thing will build on this. On that,
0: so there could be a mm-hmm. second and a third one coming back because mm-hmm. be because it
1: was because it was basically. At that point that's where I was. Okay, sure. And and so now I I'm a it's a lot more I'm a Totally, a lot different. Stage now. two, and book two. Yeah, stage two, three, and so yeah. that's where the books going to indicate. And then I just continually keep evolving because that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much what my ethos and in, in life is about. It's just it's well, constant tell me, evolution. Me,
0: uh, tell me something else, because of course Julian's not going to stop here. We just got that conversation confirmation from you. Uh, what's the next? What do? You, where do you see yourself? What would you like to be doing that you're not doing now? Mm, you know, maybe a shift. Because what you're doing is fine, perfect in your mind, and it evolves depending on the person you're dealing with. But let's go one step forward. What, could, what do you see you yourself as um, potentially able to do and would like yourself to be able to do?
1: I would probably write non-fitness books. As well, oh, so like I, going, I, thinking, a, a, I thought you were going to say
0: non-fiction of, books. It was non-fitness oh. books. <laughs> <laughs> so non-fitness books and superhero style. I mean, well, where are we going?
1: No, I don't know. Just different vampires. Just different. Just no. Di- no, just different books on essays. <laughs> just different books okay. on essays and, and life and lessons and okay. and. Um,
0: but non-fiction. And then,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, non-fiction. I like uh-huh. fiction, but I don't. I haven't got caught the fiction bug yet
0: uh-huh that's not your your yeah it's not your thing yet um so that's interesting that's that's pretty pretty interesting have you ever thought of going back to um uh medical school
1: oh no absolutely not
0: all right so that's out the door okay and out, what out the door what definitely close the door for that you did mention it but uh, i want to hear you say it again <clears throat>
1: I mentioned it earlier. Yeah, I, you I was, did mention no.
0: it, but I want to hear it again. <laughs> I'm doing it for oh, okay. a reason.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, it's the um, the passion, the passion. Yeah. About okay. It.
0: You weren't passionate about it, so it's the passion is... about it,
1: and also, and also, mm-hmm. I could learn. I could pretty much learn whatever I want. Anything, right? And, 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 and stay up on the most forefront medical technology. Okay. Without even going to school. Without going and to school. So,
0: so let's this let's just open a really brief digression here, and and this is sort of a peek into the future because I, you know, as I you may know, I I work as a professor and I've been teaching for many many years, and I I come from a perspective where I don't know if how worth it is for someone to embark in a uh, in a career study. Program Because it is is a career. You want to study medicine, you have to start with your career in mind. Um, Or uh, the technical side to a college education, maybe someone wants technical in terms of nursery, you know, being a nurse, nursery, being a nurse that's different, and it has a beginning and an end, and then can Mm -hmm. continue. And that has a certain sense, you can't do it without entertaining a certain educational program but there are so many other things as well the difference between what you just said i can just about learn anything that has to do with medicine because you've done you know marketing you've gone through different um formal education steps mm-hmm. and changed and you saw you got you learned the rules right away and you know how to learn that's fundamental that's really really fundamental what are your thoughts about let's say um uh you have children do you have children mm-hmm. by the way
1: no not yet
0: okay so let's say you 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 have children in a couple of years you have a few children and you start thinking about their education today um what would you think for them now you're in the I united about... states but you've mm-hmm. traveled and it's there's no boundaries there's no boundaries here with scholarships you can go anywhere really
1: i th- i thought about this and I'm leaning toward a point where I think traditional. I think it only makes sense if it's something particular, like you you want to be a doctor, you yeah. want to be I think an engineer, or you want to be like a lawyer, something specialized mm-hmm. where you have to do those. A profession. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think things like my like marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew a lot of theory. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of theory. I was very good at taking tests, but if I actually did have a marketing job, would I have been able to really Stick be it out. good at that job? <laughs> no, I did, didn't, because I needed more experience. You needed more hands-on. Mm-hmm. Sure, you have internships after, mm-hmm. but is that really still enough? Mm-hmm. So I think at that point, I almost would be willing to have them just go out and seek experiences. Because I think that's much more valuable mm-hmm. and, and something that they're interested in.
0: Oh, I guess you know, the and, key is to understand that you learn all your life, so there really is no mm-hmm. schooling period, you could always go back and, and do mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's
1: of- that's the hard yeah. part because why hard? I, I wanted to be an engineer for yeah. I, because I think that that period from about 18 to 22, which is typically when right. the college years, yeah, you, you change so much, so of it's really hard. Yeah. yeah and so that's it's really hard to because I want to be an engineer at first. I was an engineer major at first. But
0: engineering I, is I, also one of those career study programs. Mm-hmm. So engineering is just not two three years it's long term. And mm-hmm. you can always go back to that. And what's interesting today and I'm telling this uh, to the audience because um, a career in engineering today the programs in engineering are so vast. They are so differentiated, and they uh, offer so many facets of engineering that just didn't exist even, you know, four years ago. And so you might want to look that up and look at different things and set yourself up. Um, let's say uh, if we we're going to close now, and um, for well, first of all, where can my audience find you? I will write this in the description.
1: Yes, the home base is just theartoffitnessandlife dot com, and, and mm-hmm. you will see links to the podcast and uh-huh.
0: and what's the name services. of the podcast?
1: It's, it's Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. Good, and the perp and the mission there is just to marry science and business.
0: Uh huh. Interesting. And um, if you can uh, give, like, say a pill, you know, in Italian we mm-hmm. talk about a pill. End with a pill. You're going to give the audience a pill. What would that pill be for um, summarizing your your psychology, your philosophy of what you do today? As a rule, hmm. one rule that mm-hmm. they can come away with.
1: A one rule, rule. Uh,
0: Julian's golden I, rule.
1: I, I think this rule is just. I think you can use this rule in life in general, mm-hmm. and I. I definitely say this for I think especially millennials and everyone mm-hmm. downward because we're such downward a downward you mean
0: younger or downward up
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think millennials and then younger younger I think mm-hmm. it it really applies. It really applies mm-hmm. to them. I, I think the other generations probably don't have this problem as much as we do. But mm-hmm. it's to simply do things for the intention and not the attention.
0: Oh, interesting. Now that is fabulous. I I agree. Uh, millennials really need a lesson like that, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Julian, for coming on our show and um, giving us such an interesting view of what you do. I really appreciate it. Thanks.
1: That, this was fun. I uh, I enjoyed it. This is different, so I, I really liked it.
0: <laughs> different. That's that's. I wonder why you say that. What well, different in the sense of um, um,
1: the fluidity, the fluidity ah, of the conversation, uh, and, and the see. fluidity of the conversation, the breaking down right, right, of right. the two, the two mm-hmm. individuals. So. Mm-hmm interesting it wasn't yeah so i like that i
0: think people can come away with some examples that it's a little easier to understand great Mm -hmm. good luck to you julian thank you all the best bye-bye
1: bye-bye